Hello. Hey there. Hi there. Welcome to episode 78 of Come Get Your Podcast. I'm your host, Adam. I am Dustin. And I'm Chris. How we doing, boys? I am glad it's Saturday. I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? I'm also glad it's Saturday. <laughs> also glad it's Saturday. Busy week, uh, personally, and also in the video game world. There was a lot that happened this week. It was a good week. Woo! For yes, announcements, anyway. Yes, it was. Yeah, I mean, do we even want to get into what we've been up to lately, or should we just like get into the, the juicy meat that I was mean, this past week? I mean, I haven't. I, the only thing I've been doing ties into the week. Um, when you know, when in the spare time I've had, and that's been playing Destiny two. Um, some more. Uh, so they revealed their new stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have Beyond Light is their next expansion coming out this September, and then they also did what I, I don't remember them ever doing before, and they actually talked about their next and then shown the names of their next two expansions after that. Yep. Of what's coming up, you know, and it's pretty exciting. I, um, w- yeah, without, because <laughs> just like Chris, I could also talk about this the entire episode. So just just to cut it, like, just to highlight some of this stuff, they're, they're also talking about potentially bringing Destiny 1 content into Destiny 2, like mm-hmm. the Vault of Glass. I mean, I don't think they're talking about it. They're doing it. <laughs> My Correct. prediction is that with the second one, of the fall of 2021 with the which queen it, the witch queen i please that would be the perfect moment to give us the uh dreadnought and king's fall raid yeah you know what that's cool and all but i'm going to talk about what we kind of talked about in our stream last night when we were talking about destiny give me yeah. give me my goddamn sparrow racing back please <laughs> it's like the one quote-unquote pvp thing i was actually good at yeah and was actually fun to do repeatedly, even if you lost. Yeah, like it was like it would like you would get it would be so close. I I feel like I was fairly good at it. I just I wasn't nearly as good as the two of you guys. I don't think. I went hard. Yeah, I was right there. Yeah, I. It's one thing I excelled at, and I loved it. Um, but it's exciting. And if you guys haven't yeah. seen the release trailer of Destiny Two Beyond Light, uh. Check it out on Bungie's uh, YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's really it's worth, good. It's worth a watch. Uh, for somebody who doesn't like, who hasn't played Destiny in a long time, even Adam had messaged us and said, "Okay, that was really good." Yeah, yeah, it's pretty legit. Hopefully, I I just hope it's different than every other time. Like, yeah, you know, my pessimistic side is like, there, it, this is a cycle that we go through mm-hmm. with with Destiny Two, and it's like. They reveal something like you know they don't they haven't messed up this time around. I'll give them that, but like there's a lot of stuff people have been complaining about. Bungie's relatively silent on it. Then they come out with a reveal thing. They apologize. They show new content. Everybody's hyped. It comes here. Everybody's hyped. Then <laughs> everybody either gets through it or finds out what's wrong with it. And it's you know it's cyclical. Yeah, yeah. It's. I'm hoping that the the split <clears throat> with Activision is going to help that because what it's kind of what like Luke Smith referenced in that uh, reveal is like we don't want to just put another number on the box. Like I'm hoping that helps, but at the same time I think 
Bungie as, you know, the developer, I think they're realizing that without Activision's help, it's it takes it just a little longer than what they expect to do some of the things they want to do because it's yeah. a lot of work for much less of a workforce. Yeah. So, I don't know. My, um, my guess is, and I noticed this to you guys, was la- the past year was them really testing the waters on, you know, what works, what doesn't work. Yeah. You know, and you know, what they can do. And I think it ended, you know, with the live event that took place uh, last weekend, which was, in in the grand scale of things, like, you'll, if you're a fan of Destiny, you look back at that moment and be like, oh, man, that was cool. You know, it, it took an hour and a half for it to happen, which was too long. Yeah. Um, but it was also the first time they've done something like that. A- and with how big of a game destiny is I'm talking about graphically how many resources are in there and stuff. And like, you look at a game like Fortnite where like Fortnite does this. Well, Fortnite also like looks like a cartoon. So I don't think it's as, <laughs> I mean, too... on purpose. So it can have exactly like, an entire concert. Exactly. Millions yeah. of people on their servers all at once. Um, when watching the live event, I was waiting for Travis Scott to show up. He didn't, but you know, it, it's just it's exciting, and I know I'm a I'm a Destiny fanboy. I, I I understand. I don't usually have a lot of negative things to say about Destiny, um, but it's I'm looking forward to it. I, I was pretty excited in what I saw, what they were what they showed, um, especially a lot of it looks like a lot of story stuff, which I'm in. Like the Stranger came back. I okay. I mean, I just I can talk about this all day. So let's. You know, if we want to move on, you you give me the signal. <laughs> um, uh, before we get too far, either into more Destiny Two or what you know, the other stuff we have planned to talk about today, real quick, just with since we're a biweekly podcast, um, I forget sometimes all the things that have happened since the last time we recorded, uh, and we uh, delayed our last episode by a week, um, given the state of the world and i mean more so america but like the world as well um with these protests that have been going on uh, since george floyd's death and um like thank you for understanding why we delayed it by a week like our recording schedule hasn't changed which is good but we didn't feel it was right to release an episode uh where we just basically goofed around the whole time and talked about some video game news to release it with very important things going on and um same with our streaming schedule as well um we're back into i'm not going to say normal um but we're back to our thing and uh we're looking forward to keep growing so yeah thanks for understanding um and it we have it on our twitch uh with nightbot saying it every so often but like if you can and are able to and would like to um support black lives matter support you know the bail fund or, or any other local things like that and uh i i mean the general kind of take on this is this one feels different like and changes potentially happening before our eyes and um it'll be not not easier um done by donating to these places these charities and things but it'll help so um take part however you can any and any little bit 
any little bit helps. Yes. I, I mean, it's uh, it's something that I, I think I can speak for us when I say it's weighed on our minds a lot. Immensely. In the past uh, couple weeks, um, it's made me very angry um, often, actually, um, mm-hmm. thinking about it. Uh, even right now, uh, I, have, I have tears in my eyes. I'm talking about this right now because it's it's not the America we say we are. And the America we say we are is supposed to be fantastic and great. And we're far from it. And I, seeing what's happening in the world and seeing people step up and protest the unjust unjustice in the world is fantastic to see because that's the America we are. It's America we strive, we should strive to be. And it's frustrating of those in power in our country still just don't understand. Um, so I, I don't know. Uh, I, I apologize to you listeners and to both of you because we probably should have led with this off the top and like just <laughs> getting ready for everything we were going to be talking about today. Like it, and yeah. I mean, the last, since the last time we recorded, like it didn't slip my mind, obviously, but like, you know, I was, we were in the middle of talking about Destiny 2. I was like, oh shit, I wanted to talk about this. Yeah. Um, it's hard it, to navigate, it, it's hard to navigate these waters because. It, it's never left my mind personally. No. And what can I say um, next? What can I say to make everything better? Do I do I continue the path I'm going and still talk about it or what? So I mean, it's it is I mean, difficult. I, th- I mean, I think you do. I mean, I, th- I think you do until you know that that actual change does come. I think that's what we need to do. Because um, along with you, Adam and 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 Chris, like. I've since this happened, it, it does feel different, right? It just does. But but what I've been struggling with personally is that I keep going through these cycles of like, you know, anger, obviously. And then you get sad. <clears throat> and then it's like this almost like shame or embarrassment kind of mm-hmm. washes over you. And then it's yeah. like and then you're just angry again, right? So it's like, because it does feel different. And one thing I've noticed since this has happened, as I've been watching, you know, the West Wing and some of these older shows and TV, like shows and movies and stuff, what the shame, I think, and embarrassment, the embarrassment is like how some of our country is reacting to this. Mm -hmm. You know, that, that I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed by the actual event. I'm embarrassed by how some people are kind of still defending it. Um, <clears throat> the shame comes, at least for me, is that it feels different. But as I look back, it's not. Like, it's not yeah. different. And it's like, I should have been saying, I should have been speaking up. Like, the like, I, like I'm like, I just want to, like, apologize. Right? Like, because it's always been there. Like, it's been right in front of my face. Mm-hmm. And... <clears throat> I don't know, man. That's 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 been my struggle, you know, since we're <laughs> kind of getting into it. I, so, I mean, and, it, oh, sorry, go ahead. But I say, can I can I just point out the elephant in the room and not to be, you know, this is this is taking a turn of this podcast. I didn't think it was going to. Yeah, same. Um, <laughs> that's, once again, I apologize. Like, can I? But, no, no, you know, it's, you know it, it, this is important. Do you yeah. know what that's? Do you know what that's called, Dustin? 
that's white privilege. Yeah. Because it's it, you you don't you don't see it. You don't you, you don't see it because you don't experience it personally. And it's not that you're that you're you're you it's not you've said that it's never happened before and and you don't acknowledge that it has happened, but you you're now like, wow, holy crap, this is happening. And to your point, but it has been happening mm-hmm. for so years. But that is that is privilege of ours that it's not in our everyday life. So it doesn't affect us in the same manner. I mean, I, I think he kind of, if for some reason someone listening doesn't know, we're three white dudes. Yeah, <laughs> we are, man. So like, you know, our opinion on this matter is important, but only, you know, I'm not, it's, it seems diminishing to say our, our opinion doesn't really matter, but you know, like this isn't about us, which is, you know, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's what it comes well, down to. If you listen to if you listen to our last episode, it, I, I talked to them before it came out because I wanted to put something before the episode about why it's delayed. Um, mm-hmm. And that was hard to do one because it's it's awkward talking to yourself, uh, but also too like to Adam's point, like as as a white as a white male, it's hard to you know articulate my feelings on what's been going on because it doesn't personally affect me but it does affect people i strongly and truly love and care about yes and what i said at the end is something that's echoed in my mind since it's been going on and that's i'll never understand what you're going through but i will always stand with you and I mean, that's that, what it comes down to. Yep. That's what uh, we can do. Any of our, like, I mean, I know how we all personally feel about these matters and everything that we're feeling is normal and good. Um, and it's, you know, we just have to keep that instilled in our head and uh, do something about it or do, and do what we can. Because, like, I would love to be in the streets protesting um, with like these like you know like-minded people uh, to to get rid of this oppression, uh, but this is all obviously in the backdrop of having COVID going on, and uh, my wife has severe respiratory um, illnesses, so like mm-hmm. I will not risk the life of my best friend. Um, so I have to find other ways to support and and protest, and I'm doing that, and I'm gonna make damn sure I do it to the best of my ability. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, I don't know how we totally shift back into <laughs> fun, happy times, but well, and I, one, one last thought for me is mm-hmm. I, and I said this on my, my personal Facebook, but also I want to echo it here as well, is that that anger and that, that, that desire for change that's that's burning inside of you and that you want, you remember that come local and national elections that are coming up this year. Oh, yes, actually. You yeah. have no that is where your voice will truly yep. drive the stake in. And kinda of, kinda of started in twenty eighteen. You'll um, get there. Let's this isn't and uh, the best take I've really heard about this thing is like, yes, it, like vote. Let's try and reset a little bit and and get the people who are messing this up our country up out 
Um, th but this isn't necessarily a right versus left issue. This is, I mean, like we don't, we try not to be political on here. Um, this isn't right versus left. This is right versus wrong. And yep. um, let's make sure that we can rectify a, just a tiny little bit by, by voting come election time. And make sure you stay up to date on when those are, because that varies state by state. Mm -hmm. So go vote. <laughs> yeah. And stop voting for a party. Start voting for the people running. That'd be, that'd be nice. <laughs> um, um, so speaking of like world changing events, um, so the last of us universe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's no easy way to shift away from uh, that. Uh, <laughs> no. No, but uh, zo not zombies, but, you know, parasitic. Uh... There you go. Hmm. There you go. So Last of Us 2 is so when this episode comes out, Last of Us 2 will come out the Friday after this episode airs. Mm -hmm. uh, so for now, it's six days away for us. Um, and so far, the reviews that have been coming in have been really high. However, they're they're good reviews and, and they're great reviews. But what is said about the game is <laughs> where some people might, you know, shy away from the game potentially. Um, Adam, I'll let you speak to that more because you'll you're, you've been, you've read some of those word for word more than me. So Jeff Kanata, um, I think we are all in agreement. It definitely seems like he finished the game. And put his yeah. thoughts out on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, so here, his first tweet in a series of five. I'm only going to read a couple of them, but like, The Last of Us Part Two is a masterpiece of video game narrative. Nothing else even comes close. The story is brutal, challenging, bold, and almost never quote unquote fun. It is harrowing, forcing the player to confront violence in a way video games never do. Uh, in a medium, next week, in a medium where everything is John Wick, The Last of Us Part Two is Schindler's List, which is one of the boldest statements I've heard in a long time. Um, and just like that film, there were times when I wasn't sure I could keep going. It is relentless emotional assault that I suspect will force even the most jaded gamer to feel empathy. Uh, the game is a work of art. Every aspect feels crafted at its highest level. Visuals, audio, controls, animation, level design, performance. It is astounding and frequently beautiful with moments you never, in all caps, find in video games, but I cannot overstate how harrowing it is. So this is, it seems to be the general sentiment between everyone who has been able to play it early. And uh, Alana Pierce said in a video that for her personally, the story, what she had played, she was only halfway through the game, so I don't think she there's probably more that might change your mind. Not that I know, but mm -hmm. um, she said the story hasn't, wasn't living up to what she felt the first one did, but the gameplay itself was a lot tighter and a lot more uh, fleshed out and in a great way. Uh, but also said she had been even maybe halfway through the game had never been gut punched um, from the story. Like it had been doing so far. And just based on the last trailer that uh, I think it was just a TV spot. Like I, it, it comes up on Hulu for, you know, when it's ad time. Yeah. Uh, and it's just like what I see there. And then the director, Neil Druckmann is saying that 
he didn't want people to be meh about the game mm-hmm. and, or just say it was okay. He, he said you're either, he wanted it to take it to a place where you're either going to really like it or you're going to fucking hate it. <laughs> and he expects the majority of players to fucking hate it because of what, what he did <laughs> essentially. <laughs> um, I'm not necessarily expecting anything to be in the first 20 minutes, like part one. Yeah, shit, um, no. But at the same time, like, based on his his comments, this last TV trailer, like, they're gonna, I, I don't want them to, I don't want them to do anything to Ellie. I, I love her too much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, <clears throat> I'm not, I'm not too su- surprised hearing some of these reviews though, right? Like, because we played that first game, it's like, yeah, I expected them to really go for it. Like, I, I, I would not have expected anything less of them, like, to try to rip our hearts out. Yep. <laughs> like. It's what I want. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Well, it's, it's just remember, remember the first game, and we were talking about this before we started recording. That, if you look back on it, that game wasn't fun. But it was memorable because it was in, a, in the world of video games at the time. To have such a powerful story like that was not common, mm-hmm. and it like the gameplay wasn't awful. It had its moments, of course. It was like, oh, that was weird, you know. But to your point, Adam, what you said was like it was. It's basically you were playing. You you were just playing cutscene to cutscene, you know. Like yeah, the gameplay, the gameplay was the the story was the main part of it. The gameplay was the filler. Was fine yeah. and was fine, but like you were playing to get to the next cutscene. Yeah. And I'm expecting, I mean, if last, last of us, I mean, I just, I just got done replaying it a couple weeks ago again and it's, that game's emotional as, as it is. I can't even, I'm, I'm imagining this one being even worse and I, I can't imagine being in a place where I'm going to hate it. I think if, if something happens to your point where I'm like, you don't want anything to happen to Ellie, you know, and if something does, I'm going to be pissed. But as long as it happens in a way where I'm like, okay, I, but I trust, damn you. Well, like, I trust their judgment. Yeah, but like, I'm going to be shaking my fist at Neil Druckmann. Um, <laughs> no. It, so Jeff Kanata ends this, not review, but his thoughts on, on the game um, with, in short, The Last of Us Part Two put me through hell. I did not enjoy it. I wasn't supposed to. I was affected by it like no game before. I am in awe of it, and I'm recovering from it. Uh, that's what I'm expecting, and that's what I want. So I'm going to love the game, but I know I'm going to hate it at the same yeah. time. Yeah. So, and I don't like, they tapped into something that you don't get in Uncharted, and those games are great, but a lot of that is more so Uncharted is running around being Indiana Jones and yeah. listening to, you know. Uh, witty banter. Yeah, uh, this is. I don't know the last season of Breaking Bad, <laughs> um, <laughs> the good seasons of Game of Thrones, where everything <laughs> you want good to happen <laughs> so rarely does. <laughs> yes. Yeah. This and is the red wedding. <laughs> you know, like... But it's like it, it's just like his tweet comparing it to Schindler's List, like. That's a it, very bold statement. It is. Yeah. It is. But like in in the ga- in the in the world of video games where everything is like that, you know, it's a tough, 
you know, the, the good guy's going and battling for a good reason, and he's going he's gonna to win in the end. You might not get that in Last of Us. Yeah, you know? it's um, a lot. And uh, I understand um, a lot of people took exception to comparing it with Schindler's List, but I believe, I mean, I think we all agree that his sentiment here is like, this is something that is tough to watch, but I, I mean, I'm going to, I'll say Schindler's List is necessary to see. Everyone should see Schindler's List. It is a truly beautiful film, despite it being about one of the worst atrocities, like the worst, yeah. maybe the, the worst atrocity that's ever been committed to people. Um, so like, I don't think it's going to be on par with Schindler's List, but I mean, like tonally, this is kind of what I was expecting expecting and wanting just to like i i i maybe i'm just a sadist i just want to be heartbroken by a video game constantly because that's powerful to me well if and if you look back at last of us those moments that you hold dear of that game are not from the gameplay you know it is from those moments that were like that just caught you by surprise and i even said one of my favorite scenes in last of us is when they reach Colorado, Ellie runs away um, and, and goes to this ranch house. Joel catches up to her, and Ellie mentions Joel's daughter for the first time. And that that just that scene is so powerful. Yep. And you know, there's also there's also a YouTube video they did uh, for The Last of Us Live. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen that before, where like the actors play out the scenes like on stage. I have not seen that. I'm aware of it though. And that's one of those scenes that it's like it's it's powerful. I would recommend it if you haven't watched it. I would recommend yeah. it. Okay. It'll be It's like Last of Us One Night Live, I think it's called. Uh I I don't I know you two already said you you're not gonna be streaming this and I'm toying with it, but I think ultimately I'm not going to either. Hey, I did the. I mean, I did the math last night. I'm gonna be streaming Final Fantasy IX for the next four months. <laughs> I mean, that's four months of content right there. You know, uh, like this is one of those games where, like, the first one meant so much to me that uh, I think I might take this one just for me. You know? Yeah, and that's that's how I felt about Final Fantasy VII remake. Like, oh, absolutely. That's me. You know, I need that. And that's, it's the same with Last of Us. I, that game took me by surprise, you know, the first one. Like, I wasn't expecting that. I thought it was going to be like a, a, by the people that made Uncharted, it's going to be kind of similar, you know, in a way. Boy, was I wrong. (laughs) In the best way. Uh, The first 20 minutes, spoilers, uh, your daughter dies. And, uh, whew, boy. Well, it's, I mean, for me, it, that moment when that happens is obviously tough, but it, what really sold it, um, is the voice acting and the sound design in that, in that moment. Like, I, I mean, Chris already said it, your daughter is shot in, in, in your arms, um, and is slowly, well, maybe not slowly, but dying, um, in, in your arms. And it's like the, the noises the voice actress makes for Sarah, it like that. I, I can't handle it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
like they nailed it and got a really good performance out of her and and to your point what you said to the music you know that guitar Ugh. uh gustavo Santo Santa Alala. I'm I, I butchered that last name and I'm so sorry Santa Lala, I believe I don't, I don't have his last name in front of me uh but that 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 guitar that that plays after that scene happens and then well whew. that moment happens the guitar and then it just smash cuts to black screen with the title on it like okay buckle the fuck up like, like what the what the <laughs> fuck did i just get myself into <laughs> it like it's so good like the naughty dog nailed all of that yeah and that was and that set you up for a game where like that scene was so powerful and you didn't even have an attachment to the characters now you're going into a game where you have an attachment to the characters and you're just gonna be like arthur i'm like arthur mean with the hand like no just Neil Druckmann. Hmm. Yeah, you hurt Ellie, and I'm gonna I'm gonna burn that world to, to the even, ground. Even Joel, like, <laughs> just, I'm gonna, yeah, yeah. It's I'm like scared. going through that. It's like going through the hospital at the end of the first one. It's like I'm gonna kill every single person. Oh yeah, in oh, this hospital, you are not stopping me. <laughs> I told I told Dustin this uh, the last time I played the you know the last time I played the Last of Us just recently. Uh, the first steel pipe I found, I kept the entire game, <laughs> and that okay. took down so many people. Just kept attaching scissors. I, to I it. just kept attaching the scissors <laughs> to it, and um, and yet to that point, I d- I destroyed everything in the hospital. Like nobody, oh, yeah. was no coming survivors. out alive. Nope. Um, but with this said, with us, you know, knowing how heartbreaking this game is probably going to be, I I can't emphasize how much i am looking forward to it though um the other main point i keep seeing is they they really tightened up the um, combat mechanics and just gameplay in general like they've improved upon it so that was where the game was a little you know not so shiny last time so yeah and i love the stealth elements that you do in the last of us uh because you see it's not meant to be a run and gun you know, like your your resources are scarce, and I I'm not brave enough to even play on that survival mode or whatever it is, uh, where like you you can't find anything, uh, but that's I I want it to be more, you know, have more stealth actions and what you can do, and there's a gameplay I saw of it a couple weeks ago that they did and seeing, but everything that she was doing was amazing. Like what she was able to do, and yeah, so I'm I'm I am looking forward to it for sure. Three days, well, I mean, six days for us right now, but three days. I wish I wish three days right now. Hmm. Can't fucking wait. Um, what did happen this past week? In actuality, friend of the show, Sony, um, finally showed us. Yeah, they finally showed what the PS5 looks like. Still don't have a price. Yeah, I was hope- I was hoping to hear a price, but I'm I'm not totally upset that we didn't get a price. I can live with that. Yeah, but I'm I'm gonna guess five hundred bucks for the full beefy boy model. Yeah, and I think it's gonna be at least fifty dollars less for the non beefy boy model. So right out the gate, we're getting two editions. Unfortunately, one of them isn't a pro. We'll have to wait a couple years for that. But we have the base model, which includes a... Um, you can finally play 4K Blu-ray UHD 
discs on a Sony console, so that's cool. And then there's also a digital version, which is also what Xbox is doing, but it also kind of makes sense. So we're our, I've at least $50 off for the digital version, if not yeah, $100. That, that blue, that 4K UHD Blu-ray drive has to be pricey as hell. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying, at least 50 if not more. The uh, I'm really thinking it's 100 but... I hope so. That'd be nice. That would the, be nice. Uh, the, uh, the disk drive version, I mean both versions, but um, Sony is living in 3020 instead of in reality of 2020 where we're at like this thing uh, our friend brad said it also put it really well by saying it looks like it's something out of destiny because it's it's an all-white shell uh with black and blue innards i guess i'll that's how i'll put it <laughs> um but it looks like the destiny ps4 it does uh, but it actually, but to what he says is it actually looks like it came from destiny this time. I mean, all this to, for me to say, um, I'm not a fan <laughs> of the way it looks. Yeah. I'm, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't hate it, but I'm also not very impressed with it, I guess, with the look. I mean, it looks sleek. It's going to be very big. It does look sleek, but it is um, a beefy, it's tall. thick it's boy. It's going to be very tall. And I know, I know I'm know, i kind of with Chris on like maybe putting it on its side, but I don't... Is that going to look weird on its side? Like Then it's just like a... I don't know. It just... I like the look of the PS4. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's just very sleek, you know? Whether it's standing up on its side or laying down, like it's fine. The angles, yeah, are, are nice. But um, it's it's also it's a, a beefy boy, so it's a departure from their previous models. Yeah, at least uh, since PlayStation One, like two, three, and four have at least kept the same kind of like concept. You know, black and yeah. I remember the original PS3 was kind of like rounded, but they eventually changed that back up. The the PS3 Slims they came out with eventually were like a little like a smaller version of the four, like. I was able to have a stream on while I was working and I was, I was, I was in our gaming chat with a bunch of our friends and like they, sh- they finally revealed it, what it looks like. And <laughs> the first thing I said was like, the hell is that thing? Uh, it's taller and as thick as the original PS3. So I don't know. That's, that's big. <laughs> it's bigger. It's taller than the uh, Xbox one X too. Or the, yeah, whatever the is, new Xbox is. Which is just like a tower. Which is a PC tower. Um, I don't know. I, I <laughs> They went completely different directions. Well, Ad- and I, and, admittedly, and I, I will come to be completely fine with it. Yeah. And I think we have to remember, like, the components inside that PlayStation are probably why it has to be a beefier boy. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, I, it's a powerhouse. I'm, what I'm thinking is... It's built the. It's as big as it is just to like give more space between components and not overheat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is my well, that, thinking. Well, that's also kind of why I appreciated the the Xboxes. You know, reveal. It's like being a tower. It almost seems like it's more. It feels like they're going to be set up for future customization. Maybe you know, Possibly, kind yeah. of, kind of like get that PC and or a console 
crossover, you know, dip into each pool type thing. Um, I don't know. But this one, this might be the first Sony, like this might be the first PlayStation that I actually like get and then keep it on its side because otherwise, like I think it's like made to be like stand up. Like a lot of times they reveal their consoles standing up too. Or at least, well, maybe not so much the PS3, but PS4, PS2, mm-hmm. PS1 couldn't. No. Um, but this looks like it comes with a stand, so you can have it vertically. But, like, I don't know. Like, it just also looks like it's going to be so easy to tip over. Mm-hmm. Well, tell your dog's tail to relax. <laughs> I, I wish I could. Right. <laughs> you know I can't. Uh. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, it, it looks, I think it looks sleek. I'm not sold on the design yet. Uh, you know, am I going to get it? Yeah. Of course. When? I, I don't know. Are you going to get the all digital or are you going to get the one with the disc? I don't know yet. Probably the digital one, I would assume. I already have a 4K Blu-ray player. It's really going to depend on so. the, the price point. So like, like I said, we yeah. don't have a price point yet. We don't have an actual release date yet either. But... The price point, I mean, for I think for all of us, the price point is what's yeah. going to determine what's what. And there will be at least, I hope, a $50 difference between the two of them. But well, I don't... Because, oh, go ahead. Well, sorry. Well, I'm sorry, because I think it would, be, it would be nice to have the disc, right? It would just always be nice to have that option if I right. want it. Even though everything, like, I essentially get everything digitally anyway. It's just nice to not be handcuffed in a way where you have to get it digitally. Um but another, I don't know. I don't another know. another thing which they didn't say in the reveal event, but I really want to know: Does the all digital version come with like maybe it's the same price, but the all digital version comes with a bigger hard drive? You would think it would. That makes sense to me, but also if it's you know the same hard drive size as the disc version or the disc drive version, then not get down fifty hundred dollars. Yeah. But the PS4 at launch was 400 Yeah. Okay. And then we all know PS3 was 600 which was a mistake. Yeah. Yeah, they're um, not going to do that again. So they won't do that again. And the other part is, too, Microsoft hasn't said how much their new console is going to be. So I don't know if this is a weird, like, fetishized game of chicken they're playing with each other. <laughs> For what they're saying this thing can do, 500 seems kind of right to me. Yeah, I just that that feels like I think Sony realizes that six hundred bucks would hurt them. They're not going to sell as many as they think. I mean, they would probably they're still going to sell. It's just not going to be as hot as they think. Well, Five hundred dollars just feels like people could be like, yeah, I could justify that. The the other part of this too is which we've touched on in previous episodes is with COVID and everything going on in the world. A lot of places where their components come from and are made are highly affected by this and which means mm-hmm. supply is going to be limited and demand is at an all-time high <laughs> yeah. after after this after last week. So maybe it'll be higher than we're hoping um or maybe that it is $500 and after things start becoming a little more normalized again, maybe it goes down in price. So it's I mean it's a it's up to the consumer on what they want, obviously. Well, they're already selling the hardware. They've already been. They've already stated that they're selling the hardware at a loss. Yeah, as well. Have they? Okay. I mean, they said that months ago. 
Okay, that's right. Um, I remember that now. But I think also the main thing for me, at least of when I'm going to get it, is the games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oof. I will tell you one game in particular that is gonna is making me want to get it right away. Sony Derman. Uh, so Sony. Sorry to before you start <laughs> for this presentation. Sorry, Sony. Maybe not even metaphorically, just unzipped their pants, took their dick out, and slammed it on the table <laughs> for everyone to see. Yep. Now go off of that. And the one game that they showed off that I just can't wait to play, Grand Theft Auto Five. Yes. Boys, <laughs> let me tell you, it's coming. That was a oh, surprise. Boy. That was a surprise. I was like, okay. <laughs> Got a new trailer for GTA Five. All right. But no, in uh, in, it in, again, real- in, <laughs> in reality, it actually is uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales. Yes. Yeah. Uh, which has been, there's been a lot of back and forth on that game since the reveal. And there's only a minute and a half long trailer. That's all we got. And yeah, at first it was like, oh man, a new Spider-Man game. And then it turned into a Sony exact, uh, apparently misspeaking and saying it was basically an expansion to the original Spider-Man game. Then to Insomniac coming back the next day saying, no, this is a standalone game. It is similar to like how Uncharted The Lost Legacy was for the Uncharted series. Like, said it's not it? an... uh, Jeff said it last night, didn't he? Uh, mm-hmm. That it was like Halo 3 ODST. Yeah, yeah, same thing. Like, it's a good okay. comparison. It's not, it's it's like a pivot yeah. from their from the from the entries from like one and two. It's it's like a side it's a side story. And I'm sold. You got me. You know, I'm in. I mean so, I thought it was an expansion just because it's running on the same engine. Like you can just tell it's running on the same engine that uh Spider Man twenty eighteen was running on. Mm-hmm. So like graphically it doesn't look a ton better maybe like the lighting is going to be a lot better that's for sure but um in terms of character models it doesn't look anything like a crazy improvement was made so mm-hmm. that's why i thought it was an expansion but also having it be like your uncharted lost legacy or halo 3 odst makes a lot of sense too because those are on the same engines is but it is a full actual game plus it's yep. just gonna be fun as shit to run around as miles and to be miles like it's I gonna mean, be so fun Rather than powers. the, the yeah. stealth seg- with the st- other than the stealth segments we had in 2018, um, <laughs> like yeah, uh, it's gonna be cool. I I've loved Miles Morales for a long time, um, I, and I'm super jazzed he's getting his own game. I mean, he got his own well, movie. As I'm saying, like he's had Miles Morales has had a turbulent well, at first. Uh, reaction to the Marvel universe because, you know, he was introduced as the new Spider-Man, and it upset people. Well, because he's uh, black and Hispanic. <laughs> because he's black and Hispanic, and but there's something about him that captured the. I would. I, I'm just gonna say the youth without with lack of a better term because of like the character he is. He's a the, the youth. youth. Uh, he's a modern day kid. He likes hip hop. Um, you know, he comes from a biracial family. Like, that is, that's, that's a fucking America story right now, you guys. Like, yeah, yeah. that is it. So he captured so many people's essence. And, and he, people are, are, have grown to love him. And now you have 
you know, into the Spider-Verse that was centered on Miles Morales. You had Peter Parker, but it was Miles' story. And then you have... (laughs) Several versions. Yeah. And then you have this Miles Morales game where I I just wanted to open... Like, I think this is going to be a gateway to even more of the Marvel gaming universe. Because you have the the Avengers coming out in September. Still Mm -hmm. don't know what that's going to give, you know. Uh, and then you have this, a side story that you don't know what they're going to show as well. Uh, so, my one other, like, so obviously, Miles Morales has vast, other than the, your base Spider Man, quote unquote, powers, like, he has vastly different powers oh, than yeah. Peter abilities, Parker does. Yeah. And abilities. It's more yeah. science, he, it's like more science he's, fiction. He's than... got more, he's got one super overpower ability, the Venom Strike, that's like crazy. Um. So. It's already going to be play a lot different than 2018 has. Uh, my one thing is I don't, and I don't know how they do it, but I would, they need to get the Into the Spider-Verse soundtrack into this game. Oh, man. <laughs> Could you imagine swinging around New York City with that going? Well, Dope like, as hell. Oof. Well, but, like I said, I would, I would like to do one of those gang territories while... Uh, start a riots playing like that'd be that'd be amazing so much Oof. so much fun like get and get your blood fucking pumping uh and, and like sony made into the spider-verse obviously sony owns playstation so like there's that but like then there's the whole disney side of things because this is tied in the games are tied into like disney marvel so i don't know how they do it or how they'd have to agree uh, but the basic premise is do you guys want to make money put it in yeah <laughs> yes um <laughs> yeah it's uh definitely one of the main contenders from this reveal event was miles morales and it was only a minute and a half we know nothing else and but it is coming out allegedly uh holiday 2020 so we're gonna see yeah, it at launch yeah most of the things i've been reading they say it's a launch title so this might be the one thing that forces me into getting the system before I expected to actually get it because like we were saying, like it's going to all depend on the launch titles, but generally we'd want to wait, but like, Oh, like I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to have a tough time holding off. I mean, you don't I'm gonna wanna, want to, I'm going to want to play getting, this. You're not getting a PS five for grand theft auto five. <laughs> I'm getting Which, it for grand Turismo seven. It's uh, it was announced this morning as of uh, our recording that if you own it, on ps4 grand theft auto 5 that is and you buy a ps5 or maybe if you don't own it on ps4 i don't know uh if you buy a playstation 5 you get a free copy of grand theft auto 5 which is probably the least they could do considering it's free on the epic store for pc for a month (laughs) i mean i was well, I don't. They, they don't. Six, but... They don't make their money from people buying it. They make their money no. from microtransactions and GTA lines. <laughs> people want their shark cards for their. Oh, yeah. For their guilty. Things. I bought shark cards before because you know. like they release so many cool shit, and you're like, oh, I want that Back to the Future car. I was just hoping for another game, but you know what? I, with the new system, with the next gen, like I, I do assume they're they're working on Grand Theft Auto Six. At some point, I don't think they're ever going to stop with this one. I think they know that they can improve well, upon what they've done. And they did say they did. They put a word in there that said enhance and expanded. What does that mean? We don't know. Hmm. And they haven't said yet. So 
I don't know. I'm assuming another heist type thing. Kind of like what they're doing with the casino. That'd be fun. That's my guess. I mean, they but uh, but during this reveal, I mean, Sony did have a couple more. Like, uh, Oddworld really surprised me. Like, in our gaming chat, I saw, I saw Abe. Uh, and I was like, Oddworld question mark. And then the Ben Kenobi. Now that's a name I haven't heard in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true. I haven't heard odd. Yeah. Like no one said Oddworld in any kind of space that I know of in years. <laughs> so that was, that one caught me off guard too, in a good way. Did you guys play Oddworld a lot? No, not really. Not me. Okay. I didn't no. either. Like I played it a little bit, um, on, Christ, like the original Xbox, because uh, one of my friends had it. But I like everything I know about it is people like it. Like it's quirky and good platforming game. So I don't more of that. I mean, I always like new platformers. I just thought the guy like looked weird. He had his like lips sewn together. Yeah, and was untying them. I think the only I would say the only. The only remark that I would have against this whole PS5 uh, event is some of the choices on how they flowed between games. I like I do like that they they hit on like a bunch of indie games because in this environment you get a lot of visibility to those indie games and that's great even though I'm probably not the audience for most of them. But going from like here's Hitman 3 to Bug Snacks is like an odd choice. Bugs you know? is a this from the guys who made Octodad, which if you've never played Octodad is it's a lot of fun, but it's weird as hell. And <laughs> uh Bugsnacks trailer is definitely on par with that. Uh it's just an a, odd it's just an odd choice to go from that feeling to sentient strawberries, some yeah. kind of like Australian <laughs> like, seal I, thing. I've said this to Dustin before too, though. But it's like, yeah, you're I'm like Dustin, you're clearly not the audience for bug snacks. But no, no. bug snacks, if on the Twitterverse, is getting like people want to play this damn game. Insanely? Okay. Yeah, I wanna um, know what the fuck this game's about. And also like, hot dog hands, there, come on. There's the puzzle <laughs> game that they announced, like Stray. About yeah. a straight cat, yeah. like that. I'm like, I'm into it. I'm like, okay. That looks in, goodbye, Volcano High. Also looks super interesting to me, mm-hmm. just because of the art style and everything too. Uh, we saw some gameplay for Godfall finally, like, mm-hmm. and that looks fun, mm-hmm. man. I no. know you're still mad. I say I don't think that one's that one's just not for me. Probably, I'm not hack and trying slash. to not trying to demean the game by any by any kind of means. Uh I'm really into, of course, to Resident Evil 8 Village. That was rumored, you know, Which that was leaked. looked not so great, honestly. But uh, I'm assuming we're... that's like a very, 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 very early build. Uh, werewolves are in the game? I'm so confused. I'm okay, first of all, story. Werewolfman, werewolfman in there. Yeah. Um, at one point, he like leans into camera frame, you know, and is like kind of sneers at you or whatever. Uh, I don't know if either of you got to Father Gascoigne or Gascoigne. In uh, Bloodborne? No, no, I don't think so. Look up who Father Gascoin is sometimes and tell me that's not fucking Father Gascoin. <laughs> okay. From Bloodborne. It's a multiverse. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, also, speaking of souls versus, like, uh, Demon Souls coming back. Yeah. Uh, a complete remaster slash remake, it looks like. That's the OG. It's been... Um, it's been developed by the guys who did 
the remaster of um fuck what was the ps2 game that everyone loved where you climb giant shadow of colossus shadow yeah. of colossus blue, blue point games yes same guys so and they have a great track record with remaking big games yeah like so th- this. these yeah these are the games here's their list of games by the way that they've remade um god of war collection uh eco and shadow colossus metal gear solid hd titanfall they just they ported from uh microsoft windows and xbox uh from 360 to microsoft windows and xbox one uh uncharted the drake collection so that's uncharted one two and three they know what the hell they're doing yeah they got a solid track record so so uh, did you guys see the trailer for the um ratchet and clank ripped apart Mm -hmm. that was probably the best showcase of what this new tech can do if that's if what they're saying is true so basically rift apart i think means there are multiple dimensions in the within the game which Mm -hmm. are maybe like levels i'm not exactly sure yet but in the trailer like ratchet is surfing along a bunch of like metal rails and then a rift appears in front of him and he's literally in like another world like he's in a cityscape one moment now he's like underwater on rails then he shifts to like some kind of outer space type thing and this is all happening seamlessly like these no loading like quick loading times we're hearing about from the spider-man 2018 ps5 tech demo yeah i think this is really showcasing what this thing can do and it's it looks to be seamless and we'll see if it is but it looks interesting and i like uh back to kind of traditional ration clank game for some like ps5 that seems like a good idea (laughs) to me anyway what else we got? Well, it actually creates a staple of PlayStation. That's been on, exactly. I I, I want to say since three, maybe two. I don't remember, but I think they've been working on that for some time. I think so too. And and that's Insomniac Games. And that's well. that's a passion project for sure. And that's the same company that makes Spider Man. Yeah. So like they're super busy over there. Oh yeah. Uh, another one that I think this is kind of like um. Well, okay. So let's just put it out there for the little big planet game sack, sack boy a big adventure a big yeah. adventure not a true little big planet game right um that's like a side scrolling have fun with your friends build things get through the platforming level and everything this kind of seems like this is from super mario brothers 3 to mario 64 does that make sense well it's a 3d compared to the 2.5d normal that it right was. this is like a, a 3d spin the camera around platformer yes that makes sense yes and uh, my wife and i love playing little big planet together so some this is something different they also did a game called a uh, tearaway and i think there's two of those which is kind of i think where this came from because it reminded her of tearaway which was a ps vita PSP game that no one really ever played. No, <laughs> but it's the same same company, development company anyway. Yeah, even this looked interesting to me. Like this, like because I've never really been in, big into the Big Little Planet or whatever. Little Big Planet. Little uh, Big Planet. I want to <laughs> big I big wanna little big little what? sack ball sack. What <laughs> I want to play Deathloop. <laughs> Deathloop, I've had my eye on for a while. It was announced. It was announced what last E three? I think so. It yeah, looks, and it, it was looks very lip- interesting. Well, nuts. Yeah, another Gran Turismo. If you're into that, 
Yeah, I haven't touched those in a while. The new uh, the new Horizon uh, Forbidden West. I haven't played I haven't played Zero Dawn yet. I do own Please. it. Maybe I'll stream that soon. But it's so it's so good. My plan is to play the first one leading up to whenever like we had a lot of these I think everything actually other than a few of them that say they're releasing holiday 2020 like there's no release dates for any of these right uh, I do want to play the first one leading up to the second one just because I know how it's how high praise it is from Chris and yeah anyone else I know who's played it Carlos Jeff yeah it's so Brad. like it's a lot. There's a lot in that game, but once you get into a groove, and I said this on stream last night too, but it was like, this game followed the same path that Witcher and Breath of the Wild did for me too, where it was like, I started to play it at first, and then it didn't like grab me, and then I took a mm-hmm. break, and then when I went back to it, I just couldn't stop playing. Because hmm. it just, it the once you get the mechanics and know, know like where to hit these robots and stuff, ah. Oh. Mm. Chef kiss. Okay. <laughs> um, another one, the Kina Bridge of Spirits. They had like the little furry Pikmin type things in it. Yeah, that looks interesting. I don't know. It like it was a very small like story trailer and some gameplay. So like we saw more gameplay than what we know kind of what the story's about. It looks interesting. Yeah. Still, still nothing from Rocksteady. No, um, we didn't get that. We didn't get Elden Ring either. You know, but we have um, Project Athea, Square Enix, which looks interesting. That's actually written by by Gary Witta as well. He said on Twitter. Interesting. So that's uh, that's got my attention right now. Gary Witta also wrote Rogue One. And he also hosts hosts an Animal Crossing talk show on YouTube. It's very funny. Uh, Destruction All Stars. It's just that uh, Demolition Derby game they <laughs> showed for a little bit. <laughs> that looked like it'd be a fun uh, gaming day for maybe like a couple hours. I had know. some like Rocket League, not yeah. in terms of gameplay, but like that kind of like oh that'd be fun to play for a few hours with a bunch of people. Yeah. Um, Let's see, Pragmata from Capcom. Like, nothing was really said about it. Just, like, a little trailer. I don't know. Capcom does weird things every once in a while that work out. Uh, yeah. Returnal. Yeah. That's the one that was kind of bizarre. That's that, like, astronaut that is on this world that it keeps changing over and over. And she relieves events, like her death. And I, I, I don't understand it. I don't but I'm either. Intrigued. Yeah, and the planet changes every time she dies and comes I back. Am intrigued by what that means though yeah i don't know um did we mention ghostwire tokyo we finally saw more of that i don't think we have finally saw more of ghostwire tokyo <laughs> <laughs> uh, i got super hot vibes from it and then maybe more importantly than grand theft auto 5 we're getting another playroom yes <laughs> that comes bundled with the console i would hope and then also, I didn't like I didn't hear many good things about the second entry of the game, but like Hitman Three is <laughs> also gonna be there. So it looked cool. It's an inside joke for you who don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> then I won't bother explaining. So good luck with that. And I and I will say the NBA the NBA Two K Twenty One like the Zion, uh, is it Williams? Is his last yeah, name Zion Williams? Uh, 
The graphics for that little uh, bit was quite amazing. However, that's clearly just a cutscene. So I'd like to see what actual gameplay looks like. Two K Sports games can it's not. eat my ass. Yeah, you know, it's quite obvious how much they just want you to pay for virtual currency, but but it's uh, and put gambling mechanics in their games to market to children. Anyway, yep. But at this point, when they it's only basically just just laid it all on the table. I'm like, here you go. You guys wanted stuff. Here you go. Um, so I'm looking forward. I want to hear more, of course. Uh, I want to see more, but well. we'll it all determines. It all depends on the price and what will exactly be at launch. We just mm-hmm. gotta be patient. Everything will be revealed to us in time. Yep, correct. But they did kind of put the ball in Microsoft's court. <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> Which, to to be fair, uh, to compare the two, I don't. I mean, I think Sony kind of, if if there's a winner, quote unquote, here, I think Sony kind of took it. But they also put forward a lot more first party games, and Microsoft led with. A lot of third-party games, which is good, but they've also come out and said that they're not really pushing consoles. They're they're mainly focusing on Game Pass and all that, which is honestly the right move given they're integrating PC, Windows, and all that stuff. So. Yep. Yep. We shall see. Just give me that goddamn price for both of them. But big facts. If you had to choose between the two, are you going? PlayStation 5. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's not even a contest. Okay. I mean, yeah, we already I all mean, decent PCs, I'm, so. Yeah, exactly. Like, had it had they not started to integrate that, I may have also gotten an Xbox, but no, I'm just going to do PC and PS4. Uh, it, 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 it comes down to the Sony exclusives, really, for me. Yeah. They're just, they're just too good, in my eyes. hasn't yeah. led us astray with their first, ti- like, first, you know, title games. Right. Um. Also, with the... When they revealed the console, they showed both versions of it. They showed a controller. They showed an HD webcam mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and then a charging station for two controllers. I'm assuming you guys haven't seen or they probably haven't even said that what comes bundled with the console. No, I don't think so. I haven't either. Okay. My, like, my guess is just one controller. <laughs> One controller almost for sure. Like 90, yeah. 99.9% chance. Yeah. But like it what do you think it might come with a, a camera? I don't know. I'm actually hoping it comes with the charging station more. Same. I and I think they I think that would. That but I think sense. if you but I think if you add in that camera, I bet you it's quite a bit more. Probably. Time will tell, obviously. I mean, that's all yeah. this really comes keep, keeps coming back to is like we just got to wait and find out. But they had a media remote and everything too. Like, like the PS2 days. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's fine. <laughs> I'm just going to use my controller. It's okay. You ever tried gaming with the PS2 remote? No. Did you even have, I don't even know if you had one, but. No, no. <laughs> it's hard. Turns out. <laughs> I would bet. <laughs> <laughs> but I was playing with Joy Cons way before everyone else was, essentially. <laughs> uh, uh, anything else I'd like to add about this? No, I mean it was just no. it was quite an event, and uh, you know, really looking forward to more. Overall, solid. Yeah. Yep. And want I I want more. You have my attention. No, let, my take my curiosity. Yeah. <laughs> Not <in> my attention. <laughs> If 
we have nothing else to say, I think we know what that means and what time it is. Twitter corner! Jesus oh, <laughs> Christ. Good luck, good luck compressing that. Whoa. I, I scared the shit out of my dog. That's why I did that. Oh. Hi, Magic. And your neighbors. Oh, fuck them. They suck. <laughs> uh, it's also my sister. Um, so, we have uh, two tweet corners today. Uh, the first one, actually both of them, come from Jeff Allegedly, at Allegedly Jeff. At CGY Podcast, what is the pettiest, silliest, most meaningless hill you're willing to die on? Hashtag Tweet Corner. And the next hashtag is my answer is hashtag hot dog is not a sandwich. That is kind of the one I was thinking of dying on, too. <laughs> I had a thought yesterday when I was, I was actually making the sandwich. And I, I grabbed my bread. And there was hot dog buns sitting next to it. And I pushed them to the side. I was like, well, that could work for a sandwich. And I was like, no. Can't betray yourself. Get, no. Get out of my head. That nasty thought. And it's so silly. But I just can't. I've been so so starkly against them. I can't give in. So that that is my answer. Okay. Um, I got mine if you want me to go. Sure. Okay. Uh, Wes Anderson movie films are fucking trash. <laughs> <laughs> All I, of them. Life Aquatic's fine. Royal Tenenbaums is fine. Okay. Um, I think after Royal Tenenbaums, he's made the same fucking movie for the past fifteen years with the same people, and he's an apparently an asshole to work with. So, <laughs> fuck Wes oh. Anderson films. <laughs> Hmm. So for me, I don't care what the creator says. It's GIF, not GIF. <laughs> I do not care. The That's G stands for graphics or graphical or whatever. I don't care. Dra- not graphics. <laughs> yeah. I no people who call it GIF. I I silently judge. You're talking about peanut butter. You yeah. silently judge. I vocally judge that. It's GIF. You waited too long to tell everybody that it's GIF. You Tough heathens. Shit. It's GIF. Well, I'll send you a Jiffy later. Anybody who says GIF is a Wes Anderson fan, almost one-to-one. <laughs> I guarantee And you. think hot dogs are a sandwich. It's fucking they, assholes. They also drive slow in the left lane on the highway, and they deserve. And they fucking don't. I, I want to get the, into it. They don't put their signal on. <laughs> oh, so you're just talking about people from Wisconsin. Uh, <laughs> That's yeah. literally the old man yelling at a cloud. Just start, right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So now <laughs> that the Series X and the PS5 have been revealed, Jeff would like to know what is our favorite looking console of all time? And it's definitely I've... not the GameCube. It's not the GameCube. Although the GameCube was like the first really portable. So uh, there is ahead of its time. So what's what's funny about this though is I, I did read this one. I didn't read that first one from Jeff, but I read this one and I, I before I had come in here to prep, uh, I went out and asked Katie. I was like, Hey, what do you think the the the, the your like the, your favorite looking console of all time is? Like, what's the best looking console of all time? And that's all I asked her. And she goes, The GameCube, probably because it's symmetrical. 
It's just I funny mean, that Jeff's question that was, and, and, and why is it the GameCube? I almost made that the pettiest, silliest, most meaningless hill I'm willing to die on is that the GameCube <laughs> <laughs> looks terrible. Um, I've, I've always thought that the, fine. PlayStation, yeah. the PlayStation 3 looks slick. I've always liked the way it looked. The original one that was like kind of it was I know it was a beast, but like it was thick and it was like it was just smooth and curvy. I thought it looked good, man. I, I did too. Real consoles have curves. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, hell, even the Wii, like when it's in its little base stand, looks pretty good. Especially with like the black one, like that's all nice and sleek and glossy. Um. I don't know. I am fond of the PS4. I think it's very sleek. I think that's probably my favorite one. To be honest. Um, I like the angles. The, the 360 didn't look bad. 360 Slims look pretty good. Yeah. Sega Genesis. Not the original one that looked like bonkers. Like the red on it and stuff. But the the, the, the second version where it was like black and mm-hmm. smooth. Man, I like black Supple. and smooth things, guys. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Um, I think I think ultimately I'm going PS4, especially the Spider-Man one. Yeah, the Spider-Man one's fucking fantastic. I uh, yeah, I would agree with that. As soon as I saw the Spider-Man one, and we were, I, I mean, I was thinking about getting a pro anyway, and then when they announced that, I was like, sold. You guys I'm got done. me on this one. A lot done. of a lot of their pro variants are actually like really look really well done. Yeah, the Batman one was kind of legit. God of War uh, one was good. God of War one, yeah. Destiny one was a huge separation from what they had been doing up until that point. And then um, the Death Stranding one is also really cool. But PS4 overall, I, it's symmetrical and angular mm-hmm. and looks like it's futuristic, but not, you know, a thousand years in the future. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not the PS5. <sighs> but, you know. They want they want to bring the future to now. They definitely you can't deny they did it. Didn't do it, or however you want to phrase that properly. <laughs> they done did it. They done did it. They didn't did the damn thing. As soon as somebody like drops that and they just snap one of those tips off, it's just gonna be. <laughs> no, don't never snap your tip, guys. Watch your tip, guys. You always gotta always be watch the tip. tip. Well, on that note, um, <laughs> I think that's gonna bring us to our conclusion for the day and for the episode uh if you have any questions whether they be uh zany or actually thoughtful thought-provoking send them our way you can send them to us on twitter facebook or instagram at cgy podcast just use the hashtag tweet corner and we'll find it and we'll read it on air at the end of the of, of an episode and give you our two pennies um three if you're lucky and if you're lucky you get three <laughs> so you can find us all on our social media there you can that's also where we will let you know when we're streaming over at twitch.tv slash come get your podcast uh if you could follow us that would mean so so much and if you're feeling extra generous you can go ahead and subscribe one day maybe we can do this as a full-time job and quit our nine to fives and that's the that's the dream we're chasing but you don't have to just following us is enough uh come hang out come chat and uh we have a good time 
I'm currently going to be finishing up Witcher 3 the night this episode releases. Dustin's been going through... Well, he started Goldeneye. Yeah, uh, that's a surprise. Also I getting did. close to finishing up Ocarina of Time for the first time on both yep. of those. Chris is playing through... We, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I think we only got two more streams and I'm going to be done with that game. Oof. We're that close. Better tune in, otherwise it's FOMO. And uh, Chris is playing through Final Fantasy IX right now and should be done in about four months. So. Yeah, the math. <laughs> I did the math yesterday. If I play an average of three hours every next stream and the game takes about 40 hours. Is that if you do everything, though? That's if I do a lot of things, okay. yeah. Well, regardless. I beat this one last night, so, I mean, we'll see you did. how long it will take me. Come on in, twitch.tv slash come get your podcast. Come hang out and uh, be a part of our uh, ever-growing family. Uh, we also have a website, comegetyourpodcast.com, where you can find our RSS feed of all our episodes we have released so far, uh, and then random thoughts from my wife or us. And then uh, if you want to find our podcast and you don't want to go to our website, you can find them on Apple Podcast, I, so iTunes, um, Podbean, Spotify, Google Play, wherever your podcasts are downloaded or listened to. We're probably there. And if you want to take an extra minute out of your day to leave a review, we would 1,000% be grateful for that. And yeah, I think that does it, right? I believe so. I think so. I do. Mm -hmm. I think so. So if you're new to the show, we end every episode with a shower thought from Reddit. This week's shower thought comes from user... Chupacbra. <laughs> okay. If the thumb doesn't count as a finger, then the middle finger does not exist. <laughs> Holy shit. And that is going to do it for episode 78 of Come Get Your Podcast. I'm your host, Adam. I am Dustin. I am Chris. And we'll see you next time. And I'm not giving you the middle finger right now. <laughs> Oh, no! Neil Druckmann...